0: It's about time you listen to the Shenmue AM2 podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Shenmue AM2 podcast where your hosts Andrew and Matt. And this episode might sound a little different. Uh, Matt and I are not in the same room. Um, we're recording this during coronavirus. Yay. Uh, so I'm at my house and Matt's at his house. Um, and yeah, different times right now. It's really
1: weird. Yep. Are you getting in uh, a shack wacky yet?
0: No, I'm, I've am i been working from home. Like I, I work in the insurance industry, so we're still doing what we do just from home which to be honest i'm actually liking the from home more than going to the office yeah um my office doesn't have a window so it's really weird i'm in the middle of a middle of a building in the basement so Mm -hmm. it's just nice having some sunlight um you're working from home too aren't you
1: yes i am but i'm also worried for my job because depending on how long this goes on you think uh, advertising is the, the first thing that will get cut out of uh, most companies.
0: No, I, th- I think you'll
1: be all right. Well, um, my wife just got laid off from her job after only a week of this shit. <laughs> yeah.
0: But... Yeah, it, I guess it depends what type of advertising you're in. Because mm. you guys can do some planning and stuff and kind of get ahead of stuff for when things hopefully knock on wood, go back to normal. Yeah. it is. It is... For someone that plays video games, though, it's it's an interesting time because I'm playing a lot more.
1: Yeah. Uh, I'm us, just... in, us indoor kids have been training for this our whole lives.
0: <laughs> um, outside of the coronavirus, um, I don't know, it's, it's not a surprise, but like I had mentioned it a while ago on our Twitter, my mom passed away back on February 3rd. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that was unexpected. Um, she had breast cancer. She was doing chemo. And one morning, I got a call from the hospital. It was a Tuesday morning, and they're like, your mom seems a little confused. And what happened was she had gotten an infection overnight, and it was causing her to hallucinate. So I went to the hospital, and she's like, oh, there's my son. And I'm like, okay, everything seems normal so far. And then she told me a story of a hallucination she had or was having, um, and it was all downhill from there. And that was on a Tuesday, and by I think it was a monday that she passed away Jeez. um yeah so it was yeah a week later she we had to make the decision to take her off and i mean it like the shitty thing is is chemo just obliterates your um
1: immune system immune
0: system and so not having an immune system like her uh i can't remember the name for a cancer doctor um
1: can't remember either.
0: Oncologist, Oncologist. Right. Her oncologist, you know, didn't have any suspicions that she wasn't going to beat the chemo. She, like my mom, was having a pretty bad reaction to it. But, um, yeah, so she got a pneumonia and that caused the infection. And then, yeah, so that happened and that sucked. And mm. life's been a little bit different and having to deal with the state stuff when you're, if your parents don't have a will um make sure you die before them <laughs> cuz the estate stuff is uh is tricky to go through um but uh yeah so that happened about a well 2 months ago now it doesn't seem that long yeah, um yeah so and i hope was you're you up okay yeah your grandfather passed away there too something didn't he
1: yeah he did but he'd been in like hospice care basically for like a year <laughs> So, we had lots of time to prepare, and he was ninety-four.
0: <laughs> wow! Yeah, and my mom was sixty-three. I think I should yeah. know that. I should know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, it's it's I don't know. It hasn't been a great twenty twenty so far. No, nope. and coronavirus isn't helping. Um, but yeah, so
1: but video games will always be there for us.
0: <laughs> I've in the 2 weeks we've been home I think I've beaten 6 games so far and I just started playing Super Blood Hockey which is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> it's literally someone it's like an updated version of ice hockey for the NES. It is such a throwback. The opening intro is an homage to Streets of Rage 1 for some reason and it's a <laughs> hockey game. I don't get it, but it's uh it's good. Um, Anything else you want to talk about before we hop into our episode here?
1: Have you been playing Animal Crossing?
0: No, I have not. I'm not a nerd, Matt. <laughs>
1: oh, come on. It's just a delightful <laughs> game you jump into for like 45 minutes every day. You know it's what? It's happy. It's getting people I've, through this.
0: I've never played an Animal Crossing. I think... You're a Nintendo
1: fanboy. I'm,
0: I'm not a fanboy. I'm more <laughs> of a SAGA fanboy. Um, I will say, though, anyone that I've heard that has played it is absolutely loving it Mm -hmm. and it sounds weird saying this i don't think that game could have come out at a better time yeah (laughs) like everyone being home i really think a game like that helps people get through this stuff but also people have have the time to devote to it and are having fun with it and
1: because of social distancing it's a yeah it's a jolly game it's very happy and cute and it's all about living on a deserted island and you can still visit with your friends because you can invite them to your island, and so you don't have to social distance uh, in virtual space here <laughs> on, on your virtual island getaway.
0: Yeah. Um, other than that, yeah, I've been just been playing uh, weird games. I'm just picking stuff up. I just beat Kirby's Planet Robobot for the mm-hmm. 3DS. I beat... GoldenEye for the original DS, which is a weird game, Mm. Um, I played through Streets of Rage 1, Mario 3, um, WCW Backstage Assault for the PlayStation 1, (laughs) (laughs) alright, let's hop into this episode, so, Streets of Rage 4 is coming out, Matt and I are both incredibly hyped for it, Um, I picked up the Collector's Edition uh, from Limited Run Games, did you?
1: No. I, I'm trying to save my money since I just got hosed from this coronavirus thing I had a vacation planned and I can't get all my money refunded so I'm likely at thousands of dollars with nothing to show for it Jeez, yeah that sucks
0: yep one <laughs> thing one thing I've noticed about being home I'm eating healthier and I've like, I'm spending less money because I'm not going anywhere. So I'm spending much more money on groceries than I normally would, but mm. I'm not spending any money on takeout food. I haven't had takeout food in, like, three weeks. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> um, so, Streets Rage 4 is coming out. Matt and I are both pretty hyped about it. So, originally, this episode was going to be a review of Shenmue 3 because Matt has finally finished the game. Yay. I'm cheering. I'm doing the shaking the hands over each shoulder cheer for you. <laughs> Um, but I, if possible, I want to wait to do that review together in the same room.
1: Yeah. We'll um, see how long we can put that yeah. on.
0: <laughs> so, uh, this, we talked about the episode we were going to do after that was just some <laughs> games that we were really hyped for, um, kind of like we're hyped for Streets Rage 4 and whether or not once they came out, we liked them or not, obviously we're going to talk about, well, obviously we're hyped for Shenmue 3, mm-hmm. so we're going to do those. We're gonna review that at some point in time, but uh, just to fill the gap in between. Yeah, I did uh, not put
1: Shenmue on my list at all, even though the first Shenmue was one of my most hyped games.
0: Yeah, yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't do any Shenmue on this either. Um, Now, I do want to do. Do you have a list of five, right? Yep. Okay. Um, I also have a list of five. I want to do two really honorable mentions here for me. Um, They both happened at e3 i cannot remember what year it was the same year and both of them it was just the music that when they were announced got me really hyped for them mm-hmm. um and Is one this of the zelda no one of them <laughs> was the most clever ways of introducing a game i've ever seen it was for nintendo wii
1: wii music oh <laughs> <laughs> and
0: it was a fo- they were doing a focus group. Okay. And they're talking about um, first person shooter games and stuff like that. And someone brought, they brought up GoldenEye And then they're like, well, what if there was a new, I'm getting goosebumps talking about it right now. They're <laughs> like, what if there was a new Golden Eye? And you hear the music. <laughs> and everyone in the focus group is like, what? And it shows that camera panned down to the f- like it did for the first level, the dam, in mm-hmm. the single player. And I'm just like, oh my god. So they're recreating GoldenEye. And I got so hyped for it. And then that same E3, and I hadn't really played the originals because I didn't have a Super Nintendo when I was younger. When they announced they were making a new Donkey Kong Country game and that music hits a doom, doom. Dum 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 yeah. and it shows it. I'm like, oh man. I and I got so hyped for those two games. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have to take my oh, I also have glasses now, and I'm not a fan of that. <laughs> I'm touching my face too much and yeah. Yeah. Now your glasses um, are all greasy. Yeah, no. I'm trying to keep them clean. It's it's a learning curve.
1: Yeah.
0: Um so, so are my, those
1: are those honorable mentions or are they
0: Those those are honorable
1: mentions, yeah. they did they live up to your expectations?
0: Goldeneye, they really put a lot of work into the first damn level to mm-hmm. really pluck at, at your heartstrings. Um, Donkey Kong Country did. I really enjoyed that. Goldeneye, I beat it once. I haven't played it since. I did play it a little bit online when you could. Um, when I started playing it online, I was like 7-0. and mm-hmm. I just dropped into my first match and was just shooting people non-stop and then i'm like oh this is really easier people are terrible at this and then i just got slaughtered after that <laughs> um goldeneye it was very interesting um it wasn't goldeneye though it wasn't the original one
1: yeah now it's weird they made it so we made it so soon it was only two consoles removed
0: yeah but there, there's companies that are getting weird with like when you look at Yakuza One, yeah. Yakuza One was remastered and remade on PlayStation Three. Yeah, and it was a PS One game or PS Two game. It was remade on PlayStation Three. It was excuse, remastered on PlayStation Three and then remade on PlayStation Three and PlayStation Four. <laughs> um, so my first and my games are in no particular order here. My first
1: one. Mine are in chronological order.
0: Yeah, I don't, I don't know if I could do mine in... I don't know what order they would have been. Um, my first game I want to talk about is Sonic 4.
1: Sonic 4, what is... Oh, like the, uh, the 2D one. I forgot that existed. <laughs> yeah, lucky you. <laughs>
0: Sonic 4 was announced for the Nintendo Wii, and I was so damn hyped. Mm. Um, I was living in my apartment before my wife and I bought our house. I took the day off work. Um uh, and I literally the minute it popped onto the Wii Shop, it was I think it was at noon or one o'clock our time or something. Um I was on there and I downloaded it and was playing it. And back then I, I really enjoyed it, but it looked a little weird. It looked kinda mobile game-ish. Yeah. Um and Sonic was kind of floaty. Um but it still it was it was a hard game the closer you got to the end of it. Um but it was also Sonic Four Episode One, right? And they didn't release Episode Two on the Wii. Oh, yeah. They uh, they said it couldn't. The system couldn't handle it, even though it's it was literally the exact same engine. Um, yeah. So then I had to buy it on PlayStation. I don't think it had a PlayStation Three at the time when I bought when it first came out. And then I bought it because I probably would have bought it on PlayStation Three. Um, And they announced there was the Metal Sonic, not DLC, but like a third episode, kind of. Mm. But you had to play through both of them. So I had to re-buy the first game on PlayStation 3 to get the Metal Sonic add-on, or DLC, or whatever you want to call it. Um, And that really burned my ass. I didn't like that at all, that I was forced to buy something to get something for free. That freak, like it was just semantics of of doing it, but the game I really enjoyed playing through the first time. Um, and when I I, like I beat episode two and did the Metal Sonic stuff, um, did it live up to the hype? Initially, it did. I just had a bad experience with it having to buy it twice. Mm -hmm. Um, now I buy games twice all the time, um, but back then it was. It wasn't because I wanted to. It was out of necessity to be able to get the entire experience. And the game was eh. People don't really like how it looked. Yeah. Um, and we'll talk about that later. Spoiler of something else that I might be Weren't one of the most.
1: Like, didn't they feel wrong?
0: Yeah, it didn't It didn't feel... I don't know. It, feel, felt, felt, field. it felt floaty. Um, I didn't really... I don't know. I didn't enjoy it as much as I wanted to. And... If they hadn't of, if literally, if it hadn't have been called Sonic Four, mm. I don't think it would have been as hyped for it. It was literally just because they that put that number four there, and you know, Sonic and Knuckles was like arguably the last like console one that was really kind of side scrolly good, and yeah, I don't know. It so uh, it
1: was it was called Sonic Four, therefore you were hyped, and it was a bad game, but. Conversely, Sonic Mania is just called Sonic Mania and it's probably the best Sonic game in a long time. Were you hyped for that before you played it?
0: Spoilers. <laughs> you, you may have predicted something that might be further on my list,
1: Matthew. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> uh,
0: so yeah, that's what really all I have to say about Sonic Mania. And so, n- they haven't given it any attention since. They, they put it on like consoles and mobile. Um, I think it's on 3DS as well. I could be wrong about that. I think actually, I think I am. But it really hasn't gotten any love since it was released. It's and SAG is a company that's known to just pack it Sonic into any uh, compilation disc type thing. Yeah. Hmm. What's your first one?
1: My first one chronologically is for the NES. It is. Um. Uh, it was the. I think it was 1990 or 91 or something and I was in the process of moving from Sussex to St John where I live now um, but in the meantime we had to live in this like really dumpy house for a month um, just while while I guess the the deal with the house went through but anyways I just I was a little kid and I was living in this crappy house that was not my own and I didn't have all my stuff so I didn't really have my nest with me And um, I bought, because I was super hyped for it for a long, long time, I bought Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, the arcade game. And I just stared at that box and those instructions for a a whole month before I could actually play it. (laughs) So I got to know all the art (laughs) intimately. So The the cover of them busting through the wall on their skateboards and stuff.
0: That's exactly how I was picturing it. Yeah. Um, so was this? Was it? Were you hyped for the release date, or hyped just once you once you bought it?
1: It's so far back that I can't remember if I was aware of it before I before I actually got it. Um, if I did know about it, if I did know that it was coming, then yes, I would have been hyped. I'd I'd played the the actual arcade game in an arcade, and it blew my mind. So just the ability to play that on my NES, even though it's very different, uh, was a uh, was very cool, and um, so yeah, I just I remember just staring at that box for a month, and and it, it definitely lived up to the hype. It wasn't like the arcade game; uh, I mean, the levels were all there and stuff, but it looked different, it played different, but it was still way more fun than the first Ninja Turtles game on the NES. And uh, yeah, I had a good time with that, so thumbs up.
0: <laughs> nice.
1: The hype I'm, was I'm warranted.
0: S- I'm still on the fence, like. I would love to get one of those arcade one-up turtle machines. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I've ever told you the story about... So you, you've been to Bob's Corner Restaurant here in St. John, right? Yep. And they have a Turtles in Time arcade machine. Yep. And Bob's is this greasy spoon hole-in-the-wall burger restaurant fish-and-chips place. It has picnic tables on the inside. It's, it, it is great. It's got food. taxidermy
1: covered in dust. It's yeah, got- it has taxidermy on the walls. It's got people magazines from the 70s
0: it's a yeah it's a time warp Uh, but anytime i'm in there i always peter the the guy that runs it i always jokingly say you know i don't even have to tell him what my order is this is how old school of a place it is i walk in he says the usual i said yeah and then he goes cheeseburger platter just ketchup cheeseburger on the side bottle of dr pepper um, and then I always make some sort of joke about how I'm going to steal the, t- the t- Teenage Mutant <laughs> Ninja Turtles machine from him, or I just offer him money for it. And then once I found out with the arcade one up, we were just talking about stuff, and I showed him. I was like, hey, Pete, I got something to show you. And he's like, what, you bought a, mach- you bought a Turtles machine? I'm like, no, but they're selling one now. And I was like, it has the other <laughs> Turtles arcade game in it, too. He's like, oh, you don't have to <laughs> you don't have to get mine anymore. I was like, well, no, I still want that one, too. <laughs> Um. yeah so I'm just jotting these down here so I can keep the episode notes and that was turtles so would you say you like turtles I like turtles
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, again in no particular order Splatoon for me
1: really what made you so hyped for that new IP I assume at the time
0: it wasn't that it was a new IP. Um, back in the PlayStation 2 era, I did play a lot of online shooters. I was into SOCOM and Middle of Honor games on PS2. I hadn't really played a whole lot of online since then. Um, I don't know. Just I played SOCOM with my buddies. and I don't know. It was, it was a different experience back then. And I was watching the Nintendo E3 director, whatever you want to call it, press conference. And they were talking about Splatoon. And I'm watching it and... I try every year to get my wife to watch the E3 Nintendo thing with me. Mm -hmm. And this year, we're just, I had watched most of it. And then I think we, like, it was getting later at night or something. We were just laying in bed watching it. And we're watching the Splatoon thing. And I'm like, this is really neat because it's a team game, but everyone's contributing in different ways.
1: Yeah, you don't have to be good at shooting. You don't have to be
0: good at a shooter game to be good at Splatoon. You can just paint. Mm-hmm. And then, like, it shows how you can swim in the paint. And then how, like, someone on the other team could be in front of you and they're, you know, f- not facing you in the direction they're running away from you painting. You could be right behind them covering up the paint that they just laid down, right? <laughs> so not only are you putting down your own paint, but you're eliminating their paint. And they said it was two players from the same console. And my wife was like, oh, yeah, because, again, this my wife doesn't, she's not an avid gamer. So this is something that she can and doesn't necessarily have to be good at a shooter. And it just it blew my mind. It was bright and colorful. And I got so hyped for it. I was like, that's something I'm buying. I'm I'm not I usually stay true to like existing franchises for a lot of my video game choices. Or if something's very similar to something I already know, like Super Blood Hockey. It's essentially an ice hockey clone. That's why I purchased it. It was on sale in the eShop. Yeah. Um, and this was something that I took a chance on and I had a blast with it. Um, during coronavirus here, me and a couple of my buddies are actually going to actually, do you have Splatoon too?
1: No, but Kyle does.
0: Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm looking to actually, cause I think you play on teams of four. So like if you were to borrow it from Kyle or something, two of my buddies have, and I think we could actually like get a Splatoon team going together. Cause I've had Splatoon two for the switch for like a year now. And I haven't, it's never, I've never played it. Yeah. Um, but yeah it's the the first one it just lived up to the hype for me i had so much fun with it because you have matches where you know you get you don't do very well and then you have matches where you're just like oh my god like i i was the like mvp of the team or whatever and it's it's again i wish it had voice chat and stuff splatoon 2 kind of does but uh i had a blast with it. it it definitely lived up to the hype
1: cool yeah I, I did i did borrow it from kyle for a bit but i only played solo and i i solo wasn't super fun but maybe it's fun doing the the team battles
0: Oh, the, the team battles are great They're yeah. great what's your number two
1: number two is another sequel um this one i definitely uh knew was coming and was hyped for it and again it's another arcade port um Back in the day, guys, you know, you don't understand you you young kids. Like, arcades were an entirely different beast. Like, unless you had a Neo Geo, you had no hope of playing a game that looked or sounded as cool as an arcade game. So anytime you went to the arcade, you're just blown away by all the games. They all look like they're from the future. And then they'd come to your your console and they look not as good. But they're still great. (laughs) They're still fun to play. So number two was uh, Mortal Kombat 2. Ooh on Genesis, because I played the first Mortal Kombat, I loved it. You know, Mortal Kombat was a phenomenon at the time. Um, everybody couldn't get enough of it. Uh, I did
0: a university report on it. (laughs) You did? (laughs) On video game violence in video games, and how it impacts society, and what society did to...
1: What were your conclusions?
0: Um, didn't really have a conclusion, per se. It was more presenting, um just presenting the information about it Mm. to our classmates. It was pretty neat. Mm. And how like the ESRB came to be and all that.
1: Which is, I think, thanks to Mortal Kombat.
0: (laughs) It pretty much single-handedly is, yeah. Yeah.
1: But, uh, so, I really enjoyed it at the time. So I'd say at the time it held up. My hype was justified. I played the shit out of that game. But going back to it now, it's it's not very fun. (laughs) Every character has the exact same moveset except for their special moves. Uh, it's very clunky. Um, doesn't flow well. But but it looks it looks and sounds great, though. It's got a great atmosphere. Mortal Kombat 2 had the best atmosphere of all of them, I think.
0: Who's your main character you'd normally play as?
1: Oh, uh, I don't think I ever settled on a main one. I really liked Reptile and Raiden. And I liked Shang Tsung because I like to... I liked to, like, back then when games were so simple, I'd invent stories for myself while I played these games, basically. So I'd pick Shang Tsung, and every time I won a match, I would do his soul steal fatality. And then the next match, I would give myself permission to use his morph into that character that I stole their soul, even though I could morph into any character at any time. I'm like, no, Canon says he has to steal their soul first. (laughs) I'm like... All right, I beat Melina in match one. Now I can morph into Melina if I want, basically. You know, that sort of thing. That's Making your deep. own fun back that, then was half, half very, the fun.
0: Very, very, deep. <laughs> Just, on the yeah. On the topic of, did you ever play the original uh, Dragon Warrior on the NES? Yeah. <laughs> Me and my cousin Brian used to, we would go to the town of Cole. It was like, spelt like K-O-L. And there was a little room. And we would just, it was like it, it had didn't serve a purpose, but again, just making your own fun we would have a competition as to see how many characters we could use our character to block which direction they walked in, and eventually how many we could cram into this room <laughs> and it had nothing to do with the game, it was just fun that we were making up for ourselves it's like, um, it's like
1: the Sims when you when you trap them in a, a room with no exit and they just, and you speed it up and they die of starvation
0: Wow deep <laughs> <laughs> took a turn matt you never killed um, your sims
1: you never put your sim in a pool and then remove the ladder so they couldn't get out and then drown. drowned into the, I'm, the, I'm not uh, a nerd Matt. i don't play uh, the sims
0: it's <laughs> <laughs> my go-to response for everything
1: not it. yes um, also no, cause i'm not a nerd
0: also uh i remember matt before we were recording i couldn't remember what my fifth game was i remembered what it was now okay and the, i can't believe yeah, that i i can't believe that i fucking forgot that it was it's the number one one <laughs> uh, uh, yeah mortal i was introduced to mortal Kombat 2 by my cousin playing it on the game boy
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh i remember unlocking uh smoke or reptile by only kicking before the question mark
1: oh yeah yeah Oof, it was fun War- game boy uh, that would have that would have been rough
0: Mortal Kombat... I could beat Mortal Kombat 1 on the Game Boy, which is... Mortal Kombat on the 2 on the Game Boy isn't actually that bad of a game. The first one is a fucking dumpster fire. <laughs> uh, but it I could beat it on the hardest level without getting hit almost by just spamming the same... I can't even remember how I used to do it, but you could essentially spam the same move and just beat the entire game. <laughs> um, yeah, Mortal Kombat 2, that's a good one. Um, my next one is cross these off here as i go i don't know which one of the series i want to pick but it's i guess i'll just kind of say them all smash bros
1: yeah from that's from always... the
0: from the nintendo wii one on mm-hmm. um yeah it's oh my god
1: i remember uh, being hyped for the first one just because of that commercial where they beat the shit out of each other you in the big...
0: me and me and you yeah <laughs> See, I didn't even know the first one was coming out. I just happened to play it at my friend Eric's house, and I, oh, you I, that we, commercial? I loved it. I remember the commercial, but like, I don't know. I just didn't link the two together in my brain, maybe. Hmm. Um, but when they launched, when they had the build up for the one on the Wii,
1: hmm.
0: um, how they did it—they would just drop one piece of information every day on that Smash Bros. Dojo site. Yeah, I remember following that, and it would be something as like simple as here's a piece of music that we're going to do or the like it was some things were very minuscule and then sometimes it would be a level or a character or um a weapon or an assist trophy or something like and just literally i i don't know if there's been a build up to a launch of a game as good as the smash bros on the Wii yeah i still um, remember yeah, the they, day
1: I remember the day they announced uh, Sonic.
0: See, I remember Sonic and the one the the snake when he's in the box. Yeah. Oh my god, it's so good. Um, And it was out of
1: nowhere. It was just like they just posted, you know, on a on some random day. Hey, Sonic's in our game.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it was the build up to that. The breadcrumbs they would drop each day were incredible. And again, it wasn't so. You could almost get the feeling that, oh, this today's wasn't that big of a morsel. What's tomorrow going to be? It was literally an addiction for me. I remember being <laughs> at work and seeing they announced the pirate ship for uh, um, from Zelda Wind Waker. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't even played Wind Waker at this point in time. But seeing that the, the tornado could come and pick up the boat, and I just remember explaining it to my boss. And he's like... <laughs> He, he played video games but he wasn't like oh. super into them and I'm just like Jay like he, come watch this trailer and he's like what are you doing you're supposed to be working why are you watching trailers like, <laughs> ah. but yeah the, the build up to that was amazing obviously uh, me and my buddy Ryan we both uh, had the day off to go get it um, He we ordered it the opposite EB games so we had to go to both of them. Uh, here in St. John, they're just across the street from one another for some reason. Uh, but yeah, and we just took it home and we played the hell out of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's obviously lived up to the hype. And I was one of those people where once I started playing it multiplayer, I'm like, okay, if a CD, a little CD appears on the screen, everyone stop fighting. Someone pick up the CD, we'll go back to fighting. Because those like... There was ways to spam to get them by turning all items off except for the punching bags and then turning how much stuff comes out of the punching bags up. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that game absolutely blew me away. Um, Smash Bros. for the Wii U when that came out, um, it launched simultaneously with the 3DS version. Mm. Um, My wife and I, I got her playing Smash, and we ended up buying, because we we're going to New York and like on an airplane, you need something to do. So uh, we went to the midnight launch. I got the Wii U version that came with the controller or not, excuse me, not the controller, the GameCube four for player adapter. Yeah. Um, I got, we got two copies of the 3ds version <laughs> and they, I still have a title belt too. Um, they gave, uh, these cardboard title belts, okay. um, and I came home. We played the hell out of that, and it was amazing. And then the one on Switch has been amazing as well. They're nice. they're great, but I wish there was more build up like they did for the one on the Wii. Um, the character announcements—they're always fun. And if you've ever if you ever need a good laugh, watch the character announcement videos live from Nintendo New York.
1: Yeah, you've said a are, few of those.
0: They're priceless, people losing their shit over such... Oh, my God, they're great. Um, yeah, but uh, Smash Bros. was... All of them since then have been fantastic. They've all lived <laughs> up the hype. Uh, what's your next one?
1: Uh, my next one is one of the only times where not pre-ordering a game really bit me in the ass. Uh, where I was really hyped for this game for some reason. And there wasn't a copy to be found in the city, and I had to wait like an extra, almost an extra month before I could get my hands on it. Like I had yeah, my, my mom my mom going around to every store in the city <laughs> looking for it.
0: Well, let me try to guess what this is. Cause okay. I'm Intrigued by how you I know. don't think you'll ever guess. What system was it on?
1: N sixty four. Maybe maybe you can guess now.
0: First party or third party title. First party. Is it Gold Cartridge Ocarina of Time?
1: No. I'm not that huge of a Zelda fan. Um, Uh I did have Ocarina of Time, though.
0: Early Nintendo 64 or later Nintendo 64?
1: I don't remember. I think it was, like, mid-gen.
0: Single-player or multiplayer?
1: It's got a multiplayer mode. Star
0: Fox 64?
1: Yes. (laughs) Yes. So I was so hyped for that, I have no idea why. Because I... Because I was, I didn't own Star Fox on my Super Nintendo. I'd played it a few times, and I didn't love it. I don't know what got into me that I, I wanted Star Fox 64 so much. All I remember is I was very hyped, and I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know what sort of preview or magazine like turned me onto it, but I wanted to play it so bad. I wanted to experience Rumble. It came with a Rumble pack, and that was the first time that ever happened. um So yeah, and I never pre-ordered it anywhere and didn't get it until almost a month later. But when I did get it, it totally lived up to the hype. It's probably my most played game on uh, N64, and I love that game to this day. It still holds up.
0: How do you do a barrel roll?
1: (laughs) That's not actually a barrel roll that he makes you do. That's like a aileron spin or something. I can't remember the name of it. But
0: But how do you do it?
1: (laughs) You, You just do it.
0: Yeah, but how, what? Do you, I can't believe you're not getting this. <laughs> how do you do a barrel roll, Matt?
1: Uh, you, don't you double tap one of the shoulder buttons? I don't remember.
0: Press Z or R twice.
1: Yeah, yeah. Come
0: on. <laughs> well, I remember. Do a barrel roll. I remember that. But like I don't that remember
1: Fox. what he said after that. <laughs> Fox,
0: get this guy off me.
1: <laughs> hey, he was mine. <laughs> Uncle Andrews. <laughs> That guy's Damn named Roy. Name.
0: <laughs> Can't let you do that, Star Fox. <laughs> um, I don't know if we've ever talked about this on the podcast, but I was really drunk at a bar one night. And me and my buddy, uh, Ryan, we uh, cast the Star Fox 64 movie. There's a movie? It, no, but who would who would it be? Oh, <laughs> who would play? Who would voice it? And, them? like, Star Wolf is clearly Val Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> like Star Fox was, uh, um, who was Star Fox? Oh, I think it was Tom Cruise. Um, Slippy Toad, I think, was Steve Buscemi. <laughs> <laughs> um, General Pepper was uh, Sean Connery. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's that game does hold up to this day.
1: Yeah, it makes me sad they never really continued releasing sequel like proper sequels they've done maybe one or two maybe
0: the, they did yeah, one
1: one for the 3DS and then like a sort of a remake didn't they
0: there's well no there's the DS version and okay. then there's the 3DS one is a different game entirely ah um and then there's Star Fox Assault and Star Fox Command is that what they're called
1: yeah it sounds right
0: For the GameCube, and then there's Star Fox Zero, which apparently... I bought that the first day it came out. Um, I have the box set that came with this weird tower defense game, too. Mm -hmm. Um, And I've never played either of them. I (laughs) I purchased it, I've never played it. Why? Maybe that'll be one of my next games that I play during coronavirus.
1: Yeah, you should.
0: Um, But the DS one, was it's essentially the same game. Mm. Uh, Or no, excuse me, I have that backwards. I have that backwards. The DS one was a different game. The three DS one was a remake. Okay. Star Fox 64. They were we both they were both good games. Other than that the DS one has a very unfair thing where you need to wipe away clouds off the screen to see missiles coming. Yeah. But if you don't wipe in the right spot, you can't you can't see the missiles behind the clouds. So it's purely luck. Uh. Unless you like look it up on the internet, it has it was that part really frustrated me because there's no skill to it; it's literally just luck.
1: Yeah, I haven't heard good things about the other games after that. That's why I never played them. But I want a nice new Star Fox game on the Switch.
0: Yeah, it would be. uh, I'd love a new Star Fox, like a good one. Yep. Um, All right my next one is Sonic Mania. Oh, nice. (laughs) Um, When I saw the trailer for this game, I was just, I've always been a Sonic fan. I have, I think, every mainline Sonic game there is. I've, Mm -hmm. the 3D ones, I don't think I've beaten any of them. I've dabbled in them a bit. Um, The handheld ones are really good. uh, Advanced ones, you mean? Well, Sonic Sonic Advance and Sonic Advance 2 are really good. Sonic Advance 3 is really good as well, but I it gets really hard at the end, and I haven't beaten that one.
1: Mm. And
0: then the Sonic Rush and Sonic Rush Adventure are fantastic games. The adventure part of Sonic Rush Adventure is not that great, but the actual levels are fantastic. And then Sonic Colors on the DS is... Just like the other two, it's it's not like a 3D game like Sonic Colors on the on the Wii. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic game as well. They kind of complicate things with the Wisp system in it. Yeah. Um, and then Sonic Generations on the uh, 3DS has been great. And that's where I have the ones since then. The Fire and Ice games. Um, I don't think they're very good. I haven't beat them. Mm. Uh, but Sonic Mania, once they announced it, I'm just. It was one of those things, kind of like Streets of Rage 4, where you're just like. How in the hell did it take someone this long to realize this was a great idea? Yeah. Um. And it's it's fantastic. Um, it absolutely lived up to the hype. My big gripe about it was that it didn't get a physical release, and then it did get a physical release, and I had to buy it again. <laughs> um, I didn't have to. I The original one I got on the Switch, and then the physical copy I got on the uh, PS4. Yeah but that game is so damn good uh, it, uh, it takes like from the past pays homage to those games my only gripe is that the, game, the levels are a little too long I would rather see three shorter levels than two longer levels mm. um, and I think I can't remember who it was it might have been oh, I, I saw someone do a review of it saying like the levels don't necessarily mean as much when there's so many pathways and they're so huge. But uh I I thoroughly enjoyed it. It absolutely lived up to the hype. And just what I can't even remember how it was announced or where I saw it originally. But just being like, Oh my god, they're just making an eight bit or sixteen bit Sonic game. This is this is incredible. Hmm. And yeah, it was it was so good.
1: Um yeah, I played it and I really liked it. Uh I, Sonic 2 is one of my most played games of all time but uh besides that I, r- I really like a lot of Sonic games but um, you're probably a bigger Sonic fan than me
0: see, for the original ones I'm a huge Sonic 1 and Sonic CD fan um
1: I can't play Sonic 1 just cause of the no spin dash
0: <laughs> the newer versions have it though yeah they've, re- yeah, they've remade it with the dash in it um I see I don't need the, the dash um I've only ever beaten Sonic 2, I think, once. Really? I, I played it through on, like, one of the compilation discs where you could do save states. I don't mm-hmm. think I would have been able to beat it without the save states, especially that thing where you're jumping on the airplanes at the, yeah. near the end of Sonic 2. That was really difficult for me. Um, but, yeah, it was... Uh, they're all good.
1: Mm-hmm. I mean, Except Sonic was- Forces. That was free on PS Plus this month or last month. I gave it a shot. Even free, it's not worth playing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, uh, I have it, I haven't played it yet I picked it up for the Switch uh, oh. I found it dirt cheap somewhere
1: It's terrible um, My next one um, I blame all my hype on someone else for this one uh, An infamous hype man of his own games um, whose promises seldom deliver Can you guess this one?
0: Uh, what system?
1: The original Xbox
0: original xbox console exclusive yep uh what type of game is it an rpg is it one of the fable games
1: yeah it's the first fable game <laughs> yeah peter molly molyneux the uh infamous game creator who makes all these promises and they never come true uh but that was the first time i had heard of him the only thing he had done of note before before that was black and white on pc Um, but yeah, I just kept reading in all these magazines, these interviews with him about all this crazy stuff he'd be able to do. I can't remember a lot of the stuff he said, but I I remember specifically planting a tree in a town when you're a child and when you grow up, that tree will be large or putting poison in a well and killing the whole town through poison. But there was, so, there was so many other things that he said you'd be able to do, and they, just, like, these procedural things that would happen and stuff, and it all sounded so next generation, and none of that was in the game. <laughs> and despite that, it, I still really enjoyed the game. Um, it was a lot of fun. You just couldn't do 90% of the shit he said you'd be able to do. So um,
0: like, it was still really good at... It, you still really enjoyed it. It just didn't live up to the hype. Like yeah, it wasn't still, a bad game per se. Yeah,
1: so yeah, bad. it was a, a really good standard video game. But he sold it like it was going to be the next coming of Christ. So, <laughs> the only thing that really happened that kind of wowed me at the time was you can uh, you can kick kick things if they're on the ground. You can kick chickens, uh, it, but you can also kick a severed head. So I kicked a severed head, and it went through a window into a pub, and I just heard everybody in the pub screaming.
0: <laughs> That's pretty fucking awesome.
1: Yeah. That was the only, like, kind of, like, natural procedural thing that ever happened to me that made se- that made sense and uh, was impressive. Um, but that I, game has I, one I... of...
0: Hmm? I think you just gave me an idea for an episode. Cause oh. like, there's a lot of stuff in Shenmue that really wowed me. Yeah. Like where I'm just like, Oh my God. Like how did they, I think we could do an episode on just stuff in video games that has wowed us.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I'd have to think about that for a long time, probably. Um, but, uh, Oh, Oh yeah. I was going to say it still has one of the most memorable side quests I've ever done. Um, and I was trying to play... The, you can play good or evil. Usually I play evil, but in this playthrough I was trying to... Like in any game, I play evil given the choice. Just because usually you're not given the choice. Usually they're like, you're a good guy. <laughs> but uh, this time, for whatever reason, I was playing a good guy. And uh, I started a, a quest. And um, this guy, he ca- he gave me a quest where he was he said he wanted to marry off his daughter. But she likes men who look a very specific way. So he's like go buy this suit and you go buy the suit you put it on you're like oh this looks weird this is not a cool suit go buy this hat this hairdo this mustache and so uh you do like four like maybe four of these things and you come back to them and you look ridiculous wearing all the stuff And, uh, and then he's like, and then you're like, basically, okay, so can I meet your daughter now? And he's like, I don't have a daughter. I just wanted to make you look ridiculous. <laughs> and he looks, he just laughs at you. And I was playing a good guy, but I had to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So that that one was one of the, the most memorable quests I've ever done in a video game. It was pretty creative. It made me feel emotions. <laughs> made me feel shame and embarrassment and rage. <laughs>
0: Um, I just thought of another honorable mention: um, yeah. Telltale Walking Dead games. The oh. like the first season of that, I was so fucking hyped. Yeah, those when they were releasing them episodically, like I would literally the day it came out, I would download it before I went to work, and then my wife and I would get home, and she would we'd turn the lights off. I'd play it in the basement. I'd play, and she'd we'd make the decisions together. Yeah, and like yeah, that was. It was good did you finish um, that
1: whole series like the right up to the last one
0: i'm in the final season um i have it i just never finished it i played the first episode of it
1: oh you should finish clementine's story
0: oh yeah like there was decisions like i think it's the second season when you're at the ski lodge and you mm-hmm. find like you run into kenny again
1: oh uh, which table to sit with
0: uh no like hug like what you do when you see kenny it was just like hug kenny like i couldn't hit that button fast enough yeah hug kenny
1: yeah i hugged him too but then after not shortly after that there's two tables it's like do you want to sit with kenny or do you want to sit with your old friends or your new friends that you just made
0: (laughs) yeah it uh i don't know it was it was an interesting game yeah um, my number one, um, and again, these aren't in any particular order, but this might be number one, uh, Link's Awakening for the okay. 3DS. Um, oh, the 3DS. The, yeah, the new version of it. Um, watching that Nintendo Direct and seeing that trailer, and I'm getting goosebumps talking about it, and just seeing like it shows the water, and then you see the boat, and it gets smashed, and the minute the boat gets smashed, I'm like, oh, is, there's no way this is Link's Awakening. And, like, I'm sitting here yelling at my computer screen. I'm so damn happy. Um, I'm just I like, thought, oh my God.
1: I thought this was a Switch game. It is. Oh, you said 3DS.
0: Oh, I meant, yeah, I meant, excuse me, I meant Switch. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, and like, I saw it and I'm just like, oh my God. Because that's the first Zelda game I ever played as well. And again, my cousin Brian had it on the Game Boy and uh, I immediately messaged him and his just response was, well, I'm buying a Switch. <laughs> uh, um, he, I don't think he's bought one yet. No. Uh, but, uh, my God. I've And there was like, no, it didn't leak or anything that that game, they were just talking about making like a smaller scale Zelda game than compared to Breath of the Wild. Yeah, And I'm like, oh yeah, whatever. Like, I kind of figured that's how they would do it is kind of do like, the console style one, then a handheld style one. And this announcement came out of nowhere and just blew me away. And I'm looking at him like the art I didn't have any problem with the art style like some people did. And again, it was a day one purchase and the minute I got home I popped it in and played it. And oh man, it was so good. And it was again I, one of those games that really pays homage to the content and added a few little things that were all um, quality of life yeah quality of life stuff that again not having to repeatedly pause the game because it only had two buttons like that was that's number one it's like on the 3ds version of ocarina time where you can just put the boots on and off in that water temple it's just oh man so much better Um, but yeah that game was incredible and I cannot recommend it to enough people it more than lived up to the hype for me
1: I almost bought it but then I heard a lot of people had frame rate issues
0: it does have frame rate issues. Oh. It's nothing. It's nothing terrible. But uh, okay. yeah, it sh- it shouldn't it have frame rate issues for what it is. It does. It like, but it's uh, my god. It's still.
1: It, that's probably the the like the original one is probably the Zelda I, I enjoyed the most. Um, that and Ocarina of Time are probably my most played. But yeah, that's for
0: the the exact same for me. Yeah. Um, I, I think Ocarina of Time was the second Zelda game I ever beat. Mm. And I really hope they redo Seasons and Ages, Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages, the same way.
1: Yeah, because they, they,
0: have the, they have the engine now. There's no reason for them to not do it.
1: Yeah, they would just get... I don't know if they'd need permission from Capcom or what.
0: Yeah, that, yeah, that was a weird time for Nintendo. <laughs> um,
1: My last one is... Uh...
0: Hold on. L- let me guess. Is it Fantasy Star Online 2?
1: No. <laughs> I'm I'm hyped for that, but I I'm not super hyped because I know a lot of people have played it and they say it doesn't really feel like the original game and the feel of the original game is what I want to get back. <laughs> but um, no, this game is for 360 PS3. Um,
0: is it Alan Wake?
1: No. I was actually no,
0: that, hmm? that was Xbox exclusive, wasn't it?
1: it was alan wake is one of my bet my favorite games ever but i was actually not hyped for that at all my brother was hyped for that and i i looked at gameplay videos and i'm like eh and uh somehow i ended up with a copy of it and melanie was gonna play it my wife and she she got a few minutes into it and then somebody took a swipe at her from behind and it scared her she's like "Ah, i can't play anymore and she gave me the controller and then I played it, and I loved it. But yeah, I was anti anti-hyped for that game. <laughs> it,
0: oh, I think I know what it is. Okay. Is it Street Fighter Four?
1: Yes, <laughs> yep. I've got over two thousand hours in Street Fighter Four. Uh, uh, ridiculous. <laughs> uh, and I bought, you know, couple different uh arcade sticks to play it and i went to tournaments all over the maritimes and you know in the fighting game the maritimes fighting game community and stuff and met lots of people so that was a huge game in my life and uh it it was the first street fighter game since street fighter 3 um which uh hadn't performed (laughs) very well street fighter
0: 4 was the first street fighter game since street fighter (laughs) 3
1: (laughs) <laughs> well, I mean, pr- I mean proper Street Fighter game. There was there was yeah. like Street Fighter EX and stuff, and there was the the Capcom versus series, you know, which had Street lots of Street Fighter characters in it. It was the 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 first proper Street Fighter game in a long time, and uh, wouldn't you know it? Right before it came out, uh, like the day before it came out, uh, I went um, uh, climbing with a friend of mine at the. Uh, college here and he got me to belay him so that's when you have the rope and you you uh, you hold them so they don't fall you you have the their rope attached to a clip in your belt basically and you have to hold the rope below the clip and uh, and he was upside down on the ceiling and he dropped real fast and I had never done this before and he, he dropped and it just yanked me right up and just instinctually I grabbed the rope above the clip and <laughs> And all the skin on my hands was gone. <laughs> and uh, so my hands were red pulpy messes. And uh, yeah, and then Street Fighter came out the next day. And my hands were just gauzed and bandaged. And I still tried <laughs> to play it. But it hurt.
0: <laughs> it's, it's funny seeing, like, when you're describing that happening to you. I'm picturing it in my mind because I've seen it happen to someone before. But what it was is we used to rent out the North End Community Center gym to play ball hockey. Yeah. And you know the basketball nets that you could like reel up so they wouldn't be hanging down. They'd be up against the wall. Yeah. Well, my cousin Brian, there was a rope and it wasn't like a mechanical one. It was literally like a rope that you pulled and like wrapped around like a thing that like sailboats have type idea. Yeah. And my cousin Brian just yanked on the rope for some reason. The whole basketball that came down. It's I don't know how the thing didn't fall off the wall, Oof. but he held on to the rope and it ripped him up for a minute. And yeah. we were there to play ball hockey, and his hands, like you said, were just a red, pulpy mess. And he's in the, has his hands in the drinking fountain, trying to like cool them off. Yeah. And like, obviously, he couldn't play ball hockey, and yeah, he had he had to wait because like no one had to drive home for him, so he had to wait to to go home. But yeah, yeah. that would
1: suck. Yeah, it was terrible, and I wanted to play that game so bad. <laughs> But, did you uh, when you initially game,
0: played it did you try it on a controller or on a
1: on uh, an arcade stick Titan? I wouldn't have I wouldn't have been able to play it on a controller at all it'd be even worse because just because you have to scrunch your hands together so close on an arcade stick you can spread your fingers apart and you know I could use my my pointer finger and my thumb and just kind of wrap around the joystick and then just tap the other ones with the open hands you know basically but so that game definitely lived up to the hype and I love it and uh It gave me many good times, and I met many good friends from the fighting game community. And yeah, so most of my games, I think all of my games, I was satisfied with. All the ones I was hyped with, um, hyped for, I came away satisfied. The only one that doesn't hold up is Mortal Kombat 2.
0: Mine, looking at the list, it's really Sonic 4 was a disappointment, but the other ones have all been above and beyond my expectations um and sonic 4 initially met them it just i eventually got burned on it and yeah. looking back i mean it's when you have something like sonic mania when i was talking about it you're you know comparing the two like sonic mania close it underwater. the water
1: yeah i you guess know. maybe tmnt2 doesn't hold up anymore i probably wouldn't be able to go back and play that and enjoy it but at the I time think, it's i great. think we could It's very simple. It's only, you know, it's, it's not, it's no Streets of Rage 2 or anything.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, so what console do you plan on getting Streets of Rage 4 on?
1: Oh, I don't know. I still have to decide. I mean, it makes sense to get it on the Switch, but I want to see it on my nice big TV in 1080p and I don't, the Switch do only do 720, like no matter what. I don't know off the top of my head. Yeah, I don't know. I, All I know like, is I put I put like Smash Brothers on my my big OLED pla- or not plasma OLED um, TV that I got, and uh, you can once you blow it up to that big, you can you can tell it's the fidelity is not as good as like a PS4. So I don't know. I just want to see those sprites beautiful and huge, but it'd be good to have it on the go. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I. The limited edition I bought, I got the PS4 version. Mm-hmm. Um, just because if I. It's limited run games. It's not going to be out day one. So my th- thought process behind it was if I buy it on the Switch first, I can take it on the go. Um, yeah. But if I'm going to play it for players, I'll probably want to play it on the PlayStation uh, PS4. So. Yeah. Like, that's a game, like, I really look forward to playing with you. And, like, I want to try two-player first. Yeah. And then I, you know, three or four-player from there. Um, But it's not a game that I want to play through the first time by myself. Like, I want to play it with you or my cousin Brian first just to get that experience. Because playing through Streets of Rage 1 or 2, or 3 for that matter, I guess, by yourself isn't the same experience. Nope. And like I don't know, like who would you say you played the original, like your Streets of Rage the most with? Would it be your brother Kyle?
1: Yeah, I played most games with him. Yeah. Do
0: you find when you play a game that has, like I say this in air quotes, friendly fire, like where you can hit each other, mm-hmm. like now, like if Brian and I were to pick up that game and play it, we don't hit each other at all the entire time because we're so we're just on the same wavelength, and I imagine you and Kyle are probably the same. Mm but when you're younger you like or if you and I were to play it right now yeah we, I don't think we'd have that same chemistry immediately like it's no. it's something that I want to sit down and play with four players something that does bum me out about it is now that they've released the limited run games and the you see what the artwork and stuff is for the cover mm-hmm. you know who the character any other characters are going to be DLC
1: yeah or well, like, who were you Secret hoping to see
0: consoles, max
1: well this the the uh the new guy is like max and doctor whatever his face combined
0: yeah but he's not max <laughs> i'm i'm so hyped for this game though i cannot wait for it to come out
1: yeah it's we um, still have no idea when that's happening do we uh
0: second half of 2020 but again with COVID 19 happening mm-hmm. yeah who knows for that? But uh, yeah, it uh, it's ah oh, man, I can't wait. I don't know if there's any other games right now that have me that hyped.
1: Uh, for me, Cyberpunk. That's oh, all yeah, I yeah. can think of.
0: <laughs> have you played the beta for Fantasy Star
1: Online too? No, it's only on Xbox.
0: It's not on PC. Uh,
1: the beta is. I mean, the game is going to be on PC, but I believe the beta was Xbox exclusive.
0: Are you going? Is it a day one purchase for you for the PC?
1: No, I'll wait for the PS4 version. I just, I really don't like playing on my PC.
0: <laughs> I don't think there's going to be a PS4
1: version, though. They, they said there will be. It's just I'm going to have to probably wait more months. <laughs> I can wait. I've waited this long, and like I said, I, I'm not hyped. I'm not super hyped for it, just because. I did play the Japanese version on my PC a little bit and I from just from that I could tell it's not it doesn't have the same magic the original one did.
0: Do you notice uh, cause I haven't played any of the online ones? If I could find it for a reasonable price, and that's the problem, is it's insanely expensive, the mm. GameCube version of it. Yeah. You can play Local Coach Co op. Yeah. And I would love to play that with you.
1: That just would be to, that'd like, be great.
0: Yeah. I would love to just see what it's like. Um if I find it cheap we'll do it. Yeah. Um, cuz we could do it on a uh, you don't have you don't you sold your Nintendo Wii, didn't you? Uh yes. Yeah, I could plug it just get a Wii and when that has Game well, my Wii has GameCube ports and play it that way. It will look yeah. better at least cuz I have component cables.
1: Yeah, um, the, it, uh, the component Xbox... inputs
0: are even a thing on which i gonna call on televisions now.
1: <laughs> I think the original Xbox version of PSO also had Couch co-op, but you couldn't even boot it up without um a like a subscri- subscription yeah. to the online service.
0: That game is a coaster now. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's like I just bought it because again I'm, i was trying to get all the SAG games on the original Xbox, but yeah. Yeah, it uh it is a coaster. There's it's useless.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: There and collect dust on the shelf. <laughs> yeah. Um so yeah, I think we could do an episode about just stuff that has wowed us in video games too, because there was a lot of things in Shenmue that wowed me. Yeah. Um, just I, you mentioned waiting for Fantasy Star and like you've waited this long. Mm-hmm. Did you? You didn't pop into the Shenmue um, group chat dinner thing that Corey Marshall did last night, did you?
1: No, I didn't. Um,
0: there was someone talking how they hadn't played Shenmue back in the day and they had just played the. Um, Re-releases, mm-hmm. yeah, and then he's like, and he had just played those like three months prior to Shenmue Three being released. He's like, those were like the three longest months ever. Yeah, and I'm just like, how can you say that? How can you say that here with all of us?
1: <laughs> Like, this man. <laughs> I this fan.
0: I was just like, I was waiting for someone to light him up, but like everyone was pretty, pretty cool about it. But it, uh, <laughs> it really, it really made me like just be like, oh, bud, oh, you have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea. Um, yeah, so I think that's the, it for this episode. Um, we will do, I would lo- hope to do Shenmue 3. Um, in the same room, but uh, if not, we can, if it, you know, we think it's going to be delayed, um, we can figure something else out. Um, you can see us on the sh- social medias at ShenmueM2Pod on Twitter, ShenmueM2Podcast at gmail.com, youtube.com slash ShenmueM2Podcast. Uh, like, Facebook, subscribe. We're almost at 500 subscribers. We only need two more on YouTube. Whoa. Uh, um, we picked up a couple couple recently. Um, so, yeah. And uh, don't really have a sponsor this week. Um, just hug your mom. <laughs> just yeah. do it. Um, it, uh, it sucks when they're gone. Um, and you can't, like, yeah. Just hug your mom. Hug your parents. Hug your family. Not right in, now. In, <laughs> unless they're not in the same house as you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Social distancing. Just Skype do whatever um but uh yeah and everyone stay inside if uh this coronavirus thing uh if you're listening to this in the future i'm glad we beat it or uh we're all zombies one of the two (laughs) um yeah so that's it for this episode guys thanks everyone bye